This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Happy Friday, y'all. Let's do a Two hours to go. I'm Austin. He's Strick. Glad you're along for the ride with us here on a cold, blustery Friday. Setting the stage for about probably a somewhat chilly spring game. But uh, that's okay. Because if you want your heart warmed, your soul warmed, uh, want to eat some good food, get all hyped up for the Husker spring game tomorrow, catch us at Tipsy Tina starting at 1030. Maybe come down a little bit early. Uh, pretty much everyone from the tickets going to be down there. Shout out to Harrison holding down the board here in the studio. Strick, I'm excited. This is my first spring game here tomorrow as a part of the ticket. I'm yeah. excited to get out to Tipsy Tina's and uh, meet the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it is a fun time. We We were there last year. Uh, it didn't matter if it was rain, sleet, cold. Uh, we were outside. Um, the food, the beer, the, you know, kind of getting it started. It was fun to see the fans. The fans would come by, whether it be the visiting fans or or the, uh, you know, the Husker fans. And you would see <laughs> you would see cars drive by, you know, uh, people like souped up old style cars and it's like wrapped in husker stuff and it would play the husker fight so i mean it was crazy i think one of the one of the fun things i think i i saw you know just in my time of you know doing tipsy tina stuff and and uh being down there and because they kind of place us where we can we can observe a lot of activities going <laughs> on is the people riding on the little bikes so they would have these like they would have oh yeah, yeah they yeah. would have the the most everybody's got a paddling job somebody's steering and mm-hmm. everybody is just singing and having a good time and going back and forth those are always fun to see and it's just good to see people just really enjoying uh the time and the festivities there were good days obviously mm-hmm. with with how well the huskers played there were bad days and so um regardless of how they came in they came in in, in good spirits and uh it was fun fun time to tipsy teams come on down Come on down and down and join us during the spring game. Uh, great numbers already projected to be at the spring game mm-hmm. for this uh, this upcoming one. I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to see uh, what Nebraska has to offer, uh, the style that Rule is implementing, mm-hmm. uh, both on the offense and the defense, and kind of how they're going to play it out. So it's going to be fun. Little birdies are telling me they're the most pre-sold tickets in spring game history. Oh wow! Might not be the most attended, but at least the pre-sale has gone over really well, which. I know people are excited about the Matt Rule hire and everything being new, but from the conversations I've had and what we've heard, Strick, I didn't realize demand was going to be that high. I thought there was a lot more wait and see, but to hear that ticket sales are that high, maybe people are more excited for this fall and I give them credit for it. Yeah, I I think when you look around the the landscape of college football, obviously there's something we're going to uh, dig into, um, is the fact that you look at the transfer portals, <laughs> sheesh, uh, both on all, I mean, pretty much in all aspects of sports. But when you look at just like, just look at over at Colorado, right? Uh, just in, within 28 to 48 hours, and they haven't even had their spring game yet. They had 23 people jump into this to the uh, transfer portal. Now, 
Um, I think you can look at that in, 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 in a couple of ways. One, you could say, well, it's a bad look. You know, it's a bad look for the program. Uh, maybe people don't like his coaching style. Uh, maybe people don't like, um, you know, the brazenness of how he approaches the game, you know, or whatever the case may be. Or you can look at it from a standpoint of, as he said when he first came in there, is that he's cleaning house. And, uh, you know, conversations may be had, be made. You're not measuring up. And uh, so it, it's it's going to be interesting to follow kind of what the turnover is going to be. This many going out, you know, obviously you're going to want depth. Um, I think this could it possibly be a pretty down year out there. But there's a lot of teams that this is happening to. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one that I really want to discuss, Austin, is um, – gosh darn it, what's his name? Check real free. The, the uh, five-star quarterback uh, at Georgia. Uh, Carson Beck, Brock Vandegrift. Vandegrift. Mm-hmm. Beck is the one that pretty much presumed has emerged. Starter. Presumed. Mm-hmm. It's still plenty of time. You still have fall. But but what I love about Vandegrift is that he could have easily, as a lot of people do, when it doesn't look like it's going to go well for you, you drop out and just mm-hmm. give up and give in and you go elsewhere. You've already been there. You know, you've been sitting behind, uh, you know, some people call <laughs> Some people call him DoorDash uh, <laughs> Bennett, but um, you, you, you've got he's been sitting there and he's been waiting his turn and now his turns arose and now it's looking that it's not going to, you know, be the case. Beck has stepped up and he looks better than he does. Mm-hmm. He could have he could have hightailed it. Very but I like that he's sticking right now. You know, he's there's been tweets that's come out. He's sticking. He's staying mm-hmm. the course. And that's the type of stuff I like. Compete. Look. If things don't go well, it's not over. I mean, this is only the spring. You still got fall. You still got games that he could drop the ball. Like he could literally tank in his first couple of games, and you're next up, baby. Just mm-hmm. be ready. And that's the that's the cycle that has been lost. Austin is okay. I lost the competition. Everybody that loses competition always feels they should be number one, or they. But that may not be the case. You got beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes someone else Sometimes is just better. Just better. And if that's the case, then stay in the competition. Continue to fight. Work. Get better. Whatever it is, get stronger. Study more. And then be ready. Because preparation, there's nothing, there's no, no greater equalizer to success than preparation. The more mm-hmm. pre- prepared you are, when your time is called, you need to be ready to step in and feel it. And that's mm-hmm. and that's what I'm seeing and hoping that more people would begin to see. Because sometimes people leave and the next up, you're gone. You, you could have been it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen. Well, look at Stetson Bennett himself. Yeah. Look at his journey. He, he left. He came back. He, he grinded through it. He's the starter. Carson Beck sat yeah. for, for a year or two. And now he's, he's there. You only really lose when you give up or you run away mm-hmm. is the point. And there's not going to be you know, much of a better place for you to go than Georgia. Sure. Maybe you can get more playing time somewhere else, but in terms of being prepared for the next level, getting a football education and having that reflect on your resume, when you do get your chance to start again, Holy smokes, who would pass that up? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, we'll keep talking about quarterbacks uh, as we go through the show, including uh, one media member who thinks CJ Stroud has a very specific reason for why he's going to be a bust. That'll be, uh, coming up in the three o'clock hour, but right now, uh, strict pick a number between uh, one and five for me, if you would. 
Three. Number three. Okay, caller number three. You get two tickets to the Lincoln Stars tonight. Go get it. That simple. Just like that? No strings attached. Caller number three, two tickets to the Lincoln Stars tonight. Doors open at 6. Uh, puck drops at 7.05 p.m. You do have to come here and pick up the tickets. I'm holding them in my hand right now. They're on stream for you to see. I have the tickets. They're right here. But caller number three right now, 402-464-5685, gets two tickets to the Stars. And not only do you get to watch hockey, you get to watch DP drop the puck. DPs, he's going to drop the puck, and I hope he does a good job where they don't have to do a redrop. Oh, he'll be fine. You know how they get in there and they scrum it up, with, click, 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 click with the with the sticks? I hope he just he does a good job of dropping it so that way he can get out of the way. DP's a pro's pro. He's a pro. He'll find a way to do it. Uh, looks yeah. like I freak go ahead and over there. So keep those phone lines jumping. We do have to say, too, though, we have these two tickets. We'll give two more away in hour two of the show. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, we'll do it by way of some, some form of a trivia question. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we may make it Nebraska-related in some sort just to kind of keep it in, in the house, um, you know, as far as the Nebraska family uh, is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a great – I had a great, great sit-down with uh, – Again, with Coach Crutchfield this morning. Yeah, how is Coach? Coach is doing wonderful. Um, you know, they're about to, you know, start really pounding the the recruiting trails. And and uh, we're going to look forward to having him uh, sometime next week. I think probably we'll be able to land him maybe Wednesday. Maybe. Excellent. Yeah. Tough season for the Mavs in year one under Coach Crutch. I mean, talk about a rebuild. There, there's a lot that he had yeah. to do there with that program. I'm lucky enough to have met him a time or two. He seems like the dude. Has the recruiting chops. Great guy to talk to. Obviously, he can do the X's and O's. So I'm excited for that conversation. Yeah, and and I'm hoping he can get it turned around. I think um, when I it's crazy when I drove on campus, uh, I was reminded of what the campus looked like when I was first coming there. It was like there's no way I could go here. First of all, they didn't have any dorms. They didn't have anything on campus. The campus hmm. actually looks, you know, lively now. Like there's there's these nice little apartments. You know, you got like Sarbin and that whole area is right mm-hmm. right down the way. A lot of the, you know, UNO um um the UNO uh, kids and staff and mm-hmm. they they have a nice little area where they can kind of go and hang out, watch movies, eat pizza. And that, mm-hmm. so it's it's actually kind of developed into a really nice little uh atmosphere. I was I was quite impressed. What what was the the Omaha campus like? What, it was it looked very considerate it was very never <laughs> obviously you were too good because but... actually but they they remember they were division two back then too oh that's right good yeah. call so that was definitely not uh a part of the plan for me i don't think they had a chance i did get letters but there yeah there was no chance in that i i, I was uh looking at higher grounds <laughs> <laughs> for that um there there is um I, I i i like it i like the location Mm-hmm. Uh, right in the heart uh, of the city. Um, I think they have a chance to, you know, be competitive. I got to meet a few of the players. They got some, some, some good uh, imports and mm-hmm. players that they have some high expectations for. So uh, yeah, it was good. It was good to sit down with them. I really look forward to talking to them again. Is this office in Baxter? Uh, no, their offices are in the old um, uh, arena. It's, it's uh, gosh, darn it. I got the name. I'll tell you. <laughs> Uh, it's called Sap Sap Field House. Oh, okay, and that's where the sure. offices are. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, good. Good luck to the Mavs. Everything that they're doing. I mean, their baseball team has owned Nebraska so far this year. Uh, beat them a few <laughs> right. times last year. Um, hockey team uh, did really well in the NCHC this year, which is you know kind of the SEC uh, of hockey. So I uh, got the chance to meet Coach Gabnet a few times for the hockey program. Good dude. 
funny thing about Coach Gabnett, he was a former quarterback up in Canada. Oh, that's that's wild. Yeah. That's Northwestern wild. was recruiting Coach Gabnett to play football. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So he, he he knows some X's and O's in football. And uh, yeah. my old alma mater, Lincoln Lutheran, sent someone there uh, by way of Wichita State, Mariah Buss on the volleyball team. So I always have a little soft spot for the Mavs, even as a, you know, Nebraska guy. You're a Nebraska guy myself, Thanks. but you're an Omaha guy, too. So I, I don't have that same, you know, connection to Omaha, the yeah. city. But but as an Omaha guy, you know, where you, you grew up, you have a connection yeah. to the city. Yeah. I've got to think that's pretty cool to see some like Omaha grow the way it has. It, it, it really is. It, it really is. It's good. And, and I'm hoping that they're able to elevate themselves within conference play and, you know, make a move to make a, you know, get into the NCAA tournament. Now I will say uh, your boy, Nate Brennan uh, sent me a few pictures. He texted me. They happened to be at the uh, Kansas city Royals game. And of course uh, he was giving me a lot of trash. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> a lot of trash, but he had great seats and uh, shout out to Nate Brennan and, and um, you know, his queen and, there so yeah uh it's a great day for us uh sports you know playoffs there's some implications there was a lot of things that have happened uh people that have been suspended and some that think that there probably should have been more suspensions that have gone on which had not so the question becomes austin in those situations is there a bias that's the question text like think on that we'll take our first break of the show we'll get into the the suspensions is there bias from the nba and who gets suspended and who doesn't uh the warriors are they back from the brink was this a one game blip we'll get into that uh and plenty more nba and also some college basketball headlines as well again hour two will be pretty heavy in football nfl draft maybe a little nebraska spring game as well off and rolling here on the block and 93.7 the ticket more after this 